Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, Take a listen to all of my episodes since you have some time socially distancing yourself from people. So make sure we go on and listen to all of my past episodes from season one and now season two. I have a special guest today and I'm so excited to have her. Her name is Marissa. Hey, Marissa. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy that you're here. So today um, we are going to be talking about a very serious topic that a lot of people are not really caring about or well actually no that's not true a lot of people care about this topic actually um it just depends on what side you really care um what side of the argument you care about so today we're going to be talking about a woman's right to choose and you know abortion rights but i really wanted to have someone on here who has firsthand knowledge of the difficult decisions of being a mother, um, as well as difficult decisions on caring for a child that, you know, you know, every mother, you know, when they have a baby, you know, they don't expect to get certain news or certain things. Everyone just, you know, prays and hopes that, you know, their child is going to be healthy, but they don't, no one anticipates being told, you know, something, um, that is, is going to happen to your child and so I wanted someone on the episode that can give that side of the story because it seems like we always talk about you know women just want to go get abortions and that or the people who condemn women for getting abortions and then they don't want women to have abortions but no one talks about you know who's going to help care for the child that the mother has the difficult decision to um, choose to either abort or keep and we don't talk about you know what happens to the child after that and who helps the mother so that part of the conversation is just missed to me and this whole argument about women's rights so I wanted Marissa on here because she has firsthand knowledge of that and so we're going to get into that a little in a little bit throughout this episode um, but first I just wanted to talk about this topic of abortion rights and things like that because I do believe that you know we all have our opinions on you know whether you should whether women should or not but it's a different type of conversation when it hits home Mm -hmm. and when it affects families um, directly um so Marissa you actually have three children I have four 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 I'm sorry gorgeous children y'all children are gorgeous thank you you're welcome um you have I remember you have one boy yeah I have one boy and three girls yes Yes, I remember and how how has life been being a single mother oh my god it is the hardest thing I think I've ever have ever had to do in my life um basically being a single mom my first, I have an ex-husband, you know, my three are by my ex-husband and he's not involved at all. And then with my daughter, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, he left. He's like, I don't want to be with you and I want nothing to do with the baby. So I had to do the whole pregnancy by myself. I didn't have anybody in my corner. And can you um, tell us the ages of your children? Yes. Yeah, so my son's 10. I have a five-year-old, a four-year-old and a two-month-old. A 10, five, four-year-old four. and a two-month-year-old. Yes. Okay. And he just decided to just walk away. Yeah. When you found out you were pregnant. Yeah. As soon as I found out, I texted him and I was like, hey, there's something we need to talk about. Um, I'm pregnant. And the thing that he texted me was, oh, sorry for your luck. I don't want nothing to do with you or her. Sorry for your luck. Yep. That's what he said. 
Oh, as it as if he had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, you you're you're a bastard. So I think a lot of people really, you know, don't hear from the um the side of a woman who was in a committed relationship with someone that is the father of all her children. You know they, you know, and I, you know, a lot of the right wing people always paint this picture that you know women are just out here just having sex and then when they think they're pregnant oh let's just go get an abortion you know things like that Mm -hmm. you're 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 not a part of that conversation because you were with someone in an actual relationship who is the father of your other three children correct and now he's saying he doesn't want to be with you no more because you have another child or whatever the case is whatever he does not want to be with you any longer and he has stepped away completely well, yeah, well, um, so my two month is by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's different, you know, dealing with. Uh, oh, he said that for your other child, your your, your yeah, third his, child that was born. No, my fourth, the the baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, he's he's not involved. He has not once asked about her or anything. So it's it's just been non communication with us. Really? Yeah. Wow, I don't know him, do I? No, he's, okay. he's not from around here. Because I was going to child's gonna put some paws on his ass. <laughs> I was going to say, ooh, if I knew this man, if I knew this man. So the problem that, um, um, just real quick, you guys, for those of you who don't know, there's actually a Supreme Court case going on right now um, for the state of Texas, no, Alabama, state of Alabama right now. That actually is, they're trying to um, close um, abortion clinics and things like that. And so the argument with them is trying, they're trying to say that no doctor that can do abortions, if you're going to be a doctor that's administrating abortions, you should have the rights at a hospital. And I've been in healthcare all my life and asking a doctor to get, to be able to be active on staff at a hospital is extremely hard because there are so many loopholes so many things and that doctor has to invest money into that hospital it's a lot of things that's going on so they're basically just trying to get doctors to just not do it no more because Mm -hmm. they don't want to be at risk and they're trying to pass a policy where if a doctor is going to do abortions that he has to send um, if the, if if in the middle of the abortion and it's not a successful abortion and that child is still born, um, which is rare cases where it happens where it's at a late term abortion type of thing, that they're trying to say that that doctor has to send that child off to a hospital immediately. And if that doctor doesn't, he can go to jail for 10 plus years. Hmm. And so... The, I'm, I'm getting I'm just schooling a lot of people on this. So then the Democrats are trying to fight against that bill because doctors are saying it's not always safe to transport a child after it's been um, after that type of abortion or whatever was trying to happen. Care for the child there. And then when it's safe to transfer the patient, which is in any patient, if you go into a hospital, they stable stable you until you're safe to be transferred. Mm. The Republicans are trying to say no automatically transfer that child and the doctors are saying no it's not safe but they're saying that if you do not transfer that child transfer that child automatically that doctor is going to go to jail for 10 years so it's basically at the end of the day they just don't want people to be able to have abortions anymore and so i just wanted to 
give some of our listeners some facts about abortions because a lot of people are really throwing their personal opinions in something that they really shouldn't be, in my opinion. I don't think any man should speak on abortions because you're never going to be able to carry a child. You're never going to know that experience. You know, you have a penis. You don't, you know, you're never going to have a bond that a woman would develop with, you know, um, carrying a child so you really shouldn't have an opinion on that situation and so um just so a lot of people know that there is a um the roe versus way thing is what really started this whole thing with um you know a woman's right to choose which really came because women were killing themselves when they were you know wanting to have abortions they were drinking pine salt they were drinking certain things they were throwing themselves down the stairs they were going to those botched type of things and those doctors were giving them abortions and then women were literally dead on the street from and you know in the 60s just for trying to do that and it wasn't healthy so this was passed so women could do this in a safe place and not kill themselves in the process if they felt they needed to do it and now they're trying to strip that away and basically say no abortion and the problem that everyone is having right now is trying to say when does life begin people they believe life begins at conception people believe that life begins when it's a heartbeat so the problem is that faith people are bringing their faith into it and so it's just a lot that's going on with the cases of abortions and things like that. But no one talks about they. The only thing that everyone talks about is our rape. Mm-hmm. You know, if a woman has been raped, then of course she still should get it. If a, um, if it's incest or something like that, absolutely. But no one talks about if you're a healthy woman. Um, you have a family. You're pregnant. You go into your doctors. You go into your checkups to check on your baby. And you all all of a sudden get some news that you are not expecting. And Marissa actually experienced this when she got some news that she wasn't expecting. And I would just like to know if you can just talk about that for a moment. Yeah. So um, I found out I was pregnant um, maybe about six months into my pregnancy, six or seven months. I found out that my daughter was going to be disabled. Um, they said that her stomach was missing, she was missing her left arm, and her left leg was shorter than the right leg. At first, they were trying to tell me that her left leg was also missing. Um, my doctor came in the room, and he asked me, what are you going to do? Do you want to go ahead and get an abortion? Um, you're young. How are you going to deal with a disabled child? Um, previously in my pregnancy, uh, when I found out I was pregnant, I was already going through so much in my life with you know the breakup and right. All that. So my best friend and I actually went to an abortion clinic. Um, I did not get the abortion. Uh, I went just to see how it was, and it scared the crap out of me. And I'm like, no, I can never do that anyway. Um, so pause for a second. What 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 made you want to even go to the clinic? Um, I think it was because when I told my family about me being pregnant, my mom was the first person to say, "I think that the best thing for you is to get an abortion." And okay. It kind of just pissed me off. So, you know, I was dealing a lot with the baby's father. He told right. me the same thing. It pissed me off. So I, I went to the clinic. Um, again, I, I would never do it. I didn't get an abortion with my other three. I just wanted to go see what was the process. And, you know, for them to shut up as well, too. Like, I went. 
and I'm still pregnant, so I'm not going to give up my baby. So was the lack of support that you were getting from family really... Um, so so it never crossed your mind to get an abortion. You just wanted to go to the clinic just to shut everyone up. Yeah. So you had no desires to ever even consider it. You just wanted to go. Yeah, no. I already knew that I was going to keep the baby. Um, so, yeah. So I find out she's disabled. The doctor comes into the room. He looks at me, like, with a straight face and is like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go ahead and get this abortion? You're young. You're not going to know how to take care of a disabled child. Um, he said that's the best thing for you right now. Um, I really got pissed off at the doctor. I'd never seen that doctor again. I ended up going to a different doctor um, and finishing out my pregnancy with them. Um, we actually talked through a lot. Um, I didn't seek any counseling for it. Um, I think it was still so, so unreal for me until she was actually born. When, they, when, when the doctor told you that um, about your baby, how did, what was your initial, like, how did you feel? When- I was in so much shock. I right. was in so much shock. I Every time I went to the doctor, there was something new about the baby. Like, mm. I was just like, well, what is it now? Like, And then, you know, they told me that uh, she wasn't missing her, you know, at first it was she was missing her leg, and then she wasn't missing her leg. Now she's missing her arm. So it was like I didn't know what to believe. And when I was pregnant, she stayed in a ball so much, you couldn't really see her left side at all. Um, so it was like, man, I don't know if she is disabled or not. So they were just telling, so they weren't even 100% sure that she was missing, you know, some of her limbs and her stomach or anything like that. Because they actually came back and said, no, she's not missing her stomach. Right. So, and this was a different doctor. Yes. But the first doctor told you she was missing all of the, all of um, yeah, her stomach. Basically her, her whole left side was not, not developing. There. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, I mean, thank God you did not go through you know, with the abortion because, you know, you went to a different doctor and they told you, told you something different. Right. But it must have been very difficult now every time you go to the doctor hearing something different. How yeah. did you how did you cope with that with still being a mother to your other three children? Oh, it was really hard. Um, you know, like I said, I didn't have any support in this pregnancy. So being by myself, I went to all my doctor's appointments alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the news alone. Um, but at this point, it's not about me. I still had to take care of myself so that my daughter can be healthy. Um, despite her disabilities, she's still my baby. Right. And that's the only thing I had to keep telling myself. My kids didn't understand, but they were so helpful through all of it. Like my son's like, mom, she's special, but she's special because that's how she's supposed to be. Mm. You know, so they were my little support system. I didn't care about anybody else or what anybody else had to say. Um, for them to be so young, they just understood so much more than what adults actually did. Absolutely. As, as always. Um, so throughout your pregnancy, so this, you were at six or seven months when you first found out that, um, possibly, um, your child was not fully developing. So nothing happened with any of your appointments before you got up to six months. Yeah. Nothing. They, they kept telling me, Oh, her heartbeat's fine. Um, she looks great. You know, right. ultrasounds, like I said, she was just so balled up a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think they really were looking so into it. Right. Until, like, I guess at some point they were like, this is not right. So when you started going to your other doctor and they started giving you more accurate information about the development of your daughter, were they helping you trying to figure out 
or give, give you different resources things once you did realize that yes she is going to be born um disabled were they still trying to get did anyone help you with finding resources or things that can help you once your daughter is born and how to start how to you know be able to care for um this child yeah the whole staff at the other doctor's office were just they were so amazing Mm -hmm. um you know they gave me uh contacts to different um counselors um different doctors that i can see for myself because you know obviously i felt uh, I was probably going to go through a little depression. Absolutely. Um, so that helped me a lot as well. Um, and even the whole staff, like they were so open. I, I talked to them about everything. That, they're amazing. That's good. That's good. Um, and the reason I asked that is because, you know, again, you know, everyone thinks about what's, what can you do now, you know, during the pregnancy and what you need to do and decisions you need to make. But it seems like no one else comes to the table about what happens after the child is born now that the child is here now this is about to be the hardest part this is the hardest part now you know with caring for your child so when the time came uh, when you you know your water broke and everything you're going to the hospital how are you feeling knowing everything that you know is is going to happen well (laughs) the night I was about to have her um in my head I'm like she's gonna be perfectly fine you know, I wasn't even thinking about her dis- her disability. I, in my head, I'm like, she's not disabled. Like, she's going to come out perfect. Right. Um, until she came out. <laughs> but um, she came out, you know, she was missing her arm. And her left leg is shorter than the other. But you can't really tell at all. But other than that, she is perfect. She's absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. She's really gorgeous. Yeah, she's something. <laughs> so, you know, when when, you know, when you first you know, saw your child, you know, I mean, did you automatically feel um, like this immediate attachment? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think I was more attached to this, this pregnant, you know, when she was born than my other three, which sounds a little bad, I think. But um, I think that I dealt more with her. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we if that's if if this even makes sense we bonded more while she was in my Mm -hmm, mm womb um yeah do you do you regret your decision i don't no and and why because um so emotional that's okay (laughs) um just dealing with what i had to do by myself um made me stronger i think and my daughter no matter how the world's gonna see her I see her as my perfect little baby. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I think that it's important for people to hear this because, you know, that connection that, that, you know, you have with your child throughout the whole time is extremely important. And, you know, you have, you feel a a sense of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You just, you just, you you really just are protective of of her, and you know, you know, you know. The, the, I mean, this is a cruel world we live in, and you know, don't really care what people are going to say. But you know, that's that's your baby. Yeah, that's, that's your baby. I'm I'm definitely not ready for what's going to happen, you know, in the future. But I know that I'm going to kick somebody's ass probably 
and um, <laughs> my mouth is very hot. <laughs> I don't have a filter. I own. So um, <laughs> I'll go to somebody's school. You know, most most of most of us, you know, from the Latin community, do not have a filter. No, <laughs> we do not. <laughs> um, I I I understand that. So 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 far, you know, she's she's two months. Yes. How has life been since you brought her home? I would say it's about the same. Um, we don't treat her differently. Um, she's not gonna be treated differently. Um, the kids are so attached to her mm-hmm. like that's my son's baby mm-hmm. um, i've seen your videos that you yeah. post when he's he's just so attached to her he'll be playing his video game and have her on his chest and just play away like, so nothing's really changed just uh watching her grow is that's pretty much it <laughs> have they have they told you of any you know at this time in her life or at this particular moment you'll start seeing different changes or certain things um has anyone been guiding you or provided you any information where you know you may start to see some changes or you may have to start doing different things or different ways of caring for her um she's gonna have to do a lot of physical therapy okay um she's gonna see an orthopedics i think in two weeks we're gonna start our surgeries for her they have she she has to do surgery yeah for her leg um they have to extend it out um, and, um, so, so, so they are at. able to um, do a surgery for her legs to be yes. the same. Yeah. But it's going to be years. He said it's going to be years before she can even, um, before they look the same. Okay. So she'll, she'll go through multiple surgeries. Okay. Her arm there. I don't really care about the arm. I just really want her to walk and right. do run, um, like there's nothing there. There's no nub I, or anything. I know you. Sh- I saw you showed. Um, you uh, posted a picture of her, and it looks like there was nothing ever supposed to be there. Yeah, no, there's nothing there, which is so weird. The doctors were like, "That's, you know, we're not. We haven't seen that much. You know, usually there's a nub or like right. little fingers or something. There's nothing there. Um, right, and it's it's just amazing how the the body develops, and she just. M- must was never developed never developed um an arm so i mean it it, she literally looks fine you know it's just you know a lot of people a lot of people just you know think everyone is supposed to look a certain way and be a certain thing and so that's why people you know say certain things but she looks she looks perfect you know she's so gorgeous thank you um do you what do you see do you um, I know, you know, she's your, um, you have um, four children total and, you know, a lot of attention is going to be, uh, a lot of your attention is going to be needed. Um, she's going to be needing a lot of your attention, you know, um, coming up, you know, with the orthopedic doctor, the surgeons and things like that. How are you feeling of with dealing with that, you know, um, as being, you know, a single mother and still, you know, um, giving your time to all of the rest of your children and still having to work. I mean, we haven't even talked about that, um, but we'll talk about that in a second. But if you can answer that part. Um, It's hard um, because obviously the baby does need more attention just because she's a baby, not because of her disabilities at this point. But um, I do take my son on, we go on mommy son dates once a week. Um, The girls, we do something all the time. He is a mama's boy. I'm just letting you know that. Yeah, he really is. (laughs) 
Um, but I try to make more room for my son because he's the one who feels a little left out than what the girls do. Um, but yeah, him and I definitely go on our mommy's son dates once a week. He does whatever he wants. We'll okay. go wherever he wants. So I'm um, just going to back up a second. Uh, when you found out about um, your daughter and, um, you know, what's to come, were, you were working, right? Yeah. So what happened? Um. So when I found out, like, okay, so when I found out about my daughter, um, they didn't tell me when I was in the room with them doing the ultrasound. They called me while I was at work and told me about her. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. They told me while I was at work that, oh, hey, your daughter's missing. Are you serious? Dead I'm serious. so glad you don't go there no more. Like, we're going to have to talk offline about this place so we can blast them. Yeah. We can't do it now because I don't want them to sue us. But, yeah, that that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's, it was um, hard. Uh, of course. You know, that's, my bosses are looking at me like, what's going on? And, you know, I'm like, I'm telling them what's going on. And they're like, oh, do you want to go home? It's like, I didn't want to because, like, I didn't want to make myself more depressed. Mm-hmm. And you wanted um, to work through it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what we do. So that's what I did. And, um, oh my gosh. So do you still work there? I do. Okay. So were they, was your job supportive throughout the rest of your pregnancy? Yeah. Some coworkers were. Okay. Yeah. You know, you always got those little haters. Of course. But yeah, most of them, yeah, they were great. Like, I, I thought my water was going to break plenty of times while I was at work and my, my friends were like, let's go to the hospital now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. did you work all the way up until the end of your pregnancy? I tried. Um, at some point, my doctor told me there was no more. He didn't want me on my feet anymore. He mm-hmm. didn't want me to go into preterm labor. Okay. Okay. Wow. I just want you to know before we um, continue that you are very strong. Thank you. You are very strong. And I know it probably feels like you had no choice but to be strong. But you, 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 had a, you could have collapse and said I quit if you wanted to and you chose not to um what are your personal beliefs about abortions um I personally wouldn't do them but I would never judge somebody who would want them to be you know who would want them um to each their own is what I can say okay do you believe that the world um looks down upon women who have this difficult decision and the reason I ask you is that because I do believe that people feel as though that women just want to do it and not think about the consequences of it or not think about not think about it ahead of time I think people just think that is I think people honestly feel like women just want to just go in like they go and buy a pair of shoes and then return them. Like, like it's just like such an easy decision to 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 do them. I think a lot of I wouldn't say a lot, but I think there are women who do do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like who? Oh, okay, I'm pregnant. I don't want this baby. Let me go get this abortion. Right. But then there's women who who do have like like with me, um, was scared and and but they chose to do it. Like maybe they couldn't handle it, and you know that's their their choice. But. Right. Yeah, I think that a lot of people don't understand that. I do think that there are racial components when it comes to women having to make these decisions. And the one thing that really irritates me is the 
after the child is here. It truly just seems like a lot of people just don't give a damn. They give a damn while the baby is in the womb, but they don't give a damn while the, once the baby's born. You know, there are not a lot of great programs. You know, they you know they want to cut assistance. They mm-hmm. want to you know they want to like just end all of these things that can help a mother after the child is born, but they want to make it illegal for you to have you know an abortion right. and i think that you know you you're you, you know you you are you have you didn't really have a great support system going through the whole process but you know your jobs you know you still have your job you know you have your other kids as your support system you had some friends that actually cared um i'm assuming your family came on board once you you know decided to keep your child but i think that a lot of women don't have that and are forced to keep their child but once they have the child everyone goes ghost on them Mm -hmm. so did you do you feel like your support system increased or has decreased since your daughter has been born i would say both okay um a lot of my friend a lot of my family um have like been there for me Mm -hmm. but then it's like people who said they were going to be there who who were there like during my pregnancy called me every single day are no longer there at all and it it's it's like okay it's crappy do you why do you why do you think that a lot of people have like turned their backs on you well a um they were his family okay yeah so you know his mom and his brother were there my whole pregnancy not like physically here cuz they don't live out here mhm but they would call me every day. They would want to know how the baby's doing every day. And then when I had her, it, all of it stopped. Wow. So, but your family is still active and supportive. Yeah. Yeah. And then it does help because I do have a disabled aunt who, uh, she's got spinal bifida. She can't walk or anything. Mm-hmm. And she, I can literally talk to her about anything. Cause I'm like, well, how did you go through this? Like, what was your mindset? And my grandma, too. Obviously, she had to raise my aunt. Right. Well, Marissa, I really appreciate everything you're saying. Um, I'm just going to give... I just want you guys to really take in everything that she's saying because a lot of people just really are so quick to judge people who are who have to come up to these decisions. Now, you, you didn't care. You said, I'm not I'm having an abortion. I'm not going to do that to my child. Um, oh, real quick. <laughs> what was it when, what, what is, was there something specifically that when you went to the abortion clinic, was it something specifically that made you like, oh, hell no. Like this is n- no. Yeah. We walk in and it's freezing in there. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is creepy. I looked at my best friend. I'm like, um, uh, nope. So you didn't even, you, you <laughs> left because it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> I thought something happened, like you saw some clamps, clamps or oh, just no, nope. something. You the the temperature of the room it freaks me out already. Made you say, okay, nope, y'all don't even do this in comfortable temperatures. I'm not sitting <laughs> down. <laughs> okay, um, I just want you guys to listen to a lot of the things she said because, like I said, people judge. They they they're really quick to judge women that make these decisions, but no one thinks about the women who have to really think you know about these difficult um choices to make in life and um a lot of people like i said earlier don't understand how you know when it, you had to go through postpartum and you know depression have you had to deal with that i am actually dealing with it now okay. um 
not too long ago, I just couldn't get out of bed. And all I did was cry. I, did, I turned my phone off. I didn't want to deal with anybody. My daughter would be laying next to me and she'll be crying and I'll just look at her. Um, it did get to that point. Um, I recently went to see my doctor two days ago um, and asked him uh, for, you know, some counseling and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he wants to put me on postpartum you know uh, depression pills right now but yeah. i'm not gonna do that um so i'm just dealing with by myself um today i feel way better than what i did you know that day it's just you know i do have my up and downs absolutely you know and that's one reason why i reached out to you because it was a specific post you made on facebook and um not like it was a, a cry for help it was more of a it was a post more about a wake-up call to people about you know judging and you know being support if you want to support someone support them and I think it was more of a you were just venting and I've I I've never I don't know anyone who has experienced this before so when I saw your status I was extremely touched by your story because you know you were very vocal about you know your struggles um I remember you made the post about when you found out about your daughter and not not when you found out you were pregnant, when you thought we found out about that she was gonna have a disability. And you you were very vocal, but you were very strong about it. Like you know, you have a lot of people you have some good people in your corner and I think that, you know, it's not about the quality. It's the you know I mean it's not about the, 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 the quantity, it's about the quality of people that are in your life. And I think that you have some strong people in your life that really do care for you. Mm-hmm. Um I know I don't talk to you every day, but I was I was praying for you from a distance, you know, and you know you have a beautiful daughter. Thank you. And I think that it's okay, you know, to to be going through your depression right now. It's okay, you know, you're gonna have days like I, I have. I, I now I don't now my depression doesn't make sense because of what you're going through. Like I need to stop being depressed about certain things because you aren't doing this on your own, and you know it's like you don't have those moments where you can cry because she's crying or yeah. your other child, your other, your other girls need something. It's like, you don't have that times where you can just breathe. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, like, um, I don't have a guy, you know, I don't have a man, uh, who, who lives with me or who, who could just watch her for me to shower or cook or, or anything. So doing that alone and not even getting the five minutes to shower. Cause if I'm showering and she's with me, um, it's probably probably the hardest thing mm-hmm. um you know when i had my other three i was married he took them and let me sleep i don't sleep at night um you know and still have to get up get them ready in the morning send my son to school and go to work right um so yeah that that's to me is probably the hardest just not e- able to breathe you know i feel like a little bit that i'm suffocating a little bit mm-hmm. um i think I, I made that post not too long ago too like it, it's hard uh waking up and being like damn I have to do this again today and I don't want to feel that way, but it's real emotion. It's Mm -hmm. real feeling. Um, a lot of people want to play and say that they don't feel this way. Um, but you know, you do, it's just, you're you're ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of how I feel anymore. At first I was, at first I wasn't even going to post my daughter. Um, because I was already getting people in my inbox on Facebook telling me, uh, you should have did the abortion. Why would you're selfish for keeping a child? Are you serious? Yeah. And then when I posted, I posted those raw pictures of her um, showing her arm mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. I got people in my inbox saying, why would you post that? That's so disgusting. That's like, why? You know, um, matter of fact, my her father's girlfriend 
wrote me and said, you know, that can't be his daughter because his other two are normal and yours isn't. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's it's certain things that I'm still dealing with. People are still in my inbox, you know, people I don't know, people probably that he knows that are writing me. I get that every day. Girl, block them hoes. Yeah. Please block them. Delete them. They mean no good to you. They mean no good to you. Even those people who said you should have had an abortion, please block them. Yeah, they, they're they all blocked. <laughs> they, they have no, that's, ooh, America. America, you really piss me off sometimes. So I I think that a lot of people who go through this are afraid to talk about that because in, in their mind, people are going to look at that as though you don't love your child. And it has nothing to do with the fact that you, if you love your children or not, that's not what you're depressed about. (laughs) It's not about your love for them. And that's not what your love for them is not what keeps you up at night. You know, that's, that's the most comforting part is that, you know, that you love them. I think that it's just literally, it's just really hard to do on your own. And I just want you to be encouraged to know that it's okay it really is okay to cry. It's okay. And, you know, it's like you, your son has really got you. Yeah. Your son got you. <laughs> but I, I guarantee you this. If you could, one more person inbox you, forward them to me. <laughs> forward, forward them hopes to me. Because that's just, that just makes no sense that people feel entitled to tell you how, how your life should have gone. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what we need to understand is the biggest, the biggest takeaway about this topic and about abortions is that there's no way you can tell I there's no way I can tell you how to live your life and raise your 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 family and your child like who am I to tell you what's the right decision for you to make you know and you knew that this was going to be a struggle and you still chose to go forward and keep your child and I applaud you for that but if you had decided to, you know, get an abortion, I would have applauded you for whatever decision you wanted to make because you knew what you could do and what you couldn't do. Mm-hmm. And you chose not to be selfish and f- in your situation and have an abortion because we all know that would have been the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. That would have been the easiest thing to do is to say, OK, let me just. But first of all, at six or seven months, you have already developed a strong bond with this child so that in itself you probably would be you probably would still be suffering from depression right now yeah and i think a lot of women do you know when they do go get the abortions i've i've have close friends who've had abortions and every day they're like i wish i never did it i do too you know i have a friend who had an abortion and not too long ago i was on the phone with her and she was talking we were just talking and she was she started crying and i said what's what are you what, what's wrong she was like i just saw i just walked past a boy that's probably about 7 years old and he l- looks exactly like how much my, my son would have looked and that was 7 years ago mm-hmm. and i i forgot i even forgot she had you know she had one and i was like oh my goodness oh my god you know so it started to click back so that's not an easy decision yeah either not- way and I think a lot of people don't understand, like, women who do get abortions for whatever reasons they have and they, they do go through what they're going through, you know, they're still going through this depression every year. Like, my friend is like, oh, this is the day she would have been born. Right. You know, 
and and it's just sad that people really judge people mm -hmm. and are just really mean yes and they don't need that i don't think any people should not just they're so mean people should not be mean you don't know right. what anybody's going through in their life right so before we end is there i would like to know um what is one thing you could what's one thing you would say to a woman or any of our listeners right now that are going through this right now this tough decision um about you know what's what's the last thing you, what's one thing you would like to say to them just to be strong no matter what you choose just always be encouraged um if you feel this is your what you need to do do it for yourself because your mental is what you need to look after as well um so just do what you have to do for yourself and make sure that's what you want make sure it's what you want and not what everyone right. around you wants right well marissa i thank you so much for being here i thank you for sharing your story it's extremely encouraging and i think I, I, you're gonna be okay you. you're gonna be okay and you have a beautiful family thank you and you know if anybody else say anything you know you know just tell me you know my children are beautiful <laughs> You know, there's no, there's nothing that can fix your face. <laughs> yeah. My children are beautiful, so just know that just just stay as encouraged and stay as encouraged as you can, you know, possibly can. But you know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics, any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O-D-A-R-E-S-U. Darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. Send me an email. So you guys, thank you for so much for listening. Um, this was a really, really serious episode indeed, but it's something that we all, we all know someone that has either gone through this or is going through this. And the main thing we can do right now is try our best to be more caring and more understanding to them because you never know. You never know. Thanks y'all for listening.